0: The mobility isn't always there, but it's there more often. The touch on the passes isn't always there, but it's there more often. The deep ball isn't always there, but it's there way more often. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. It'll be Steelers versus Lions Saturday night at Heinz Field, 7.30 p.m. kickoff. The only real preseason game that matters because it's the only preseason game in which Ben Roethlisberger will play. And I'm looking forward to that, not so much from what I'll be seeing when I cover the game. I'm looking forward to it mostly so that you can see it. So that you can relate to some of what people like me have been describing from practices and drills and everything else. Because it's not the same. It's not the same. You can trust a reporter all you want. And having a reporter tell you, oh, Ben's arm, it looks great, whatever. He oh, he dropped one in for Juju, or he hit Deontay on the fly, or whatever. It's not the same. It's not the same as you sitting in one of those yellow seats yourself. Or even watching it on TV. I, I get a laugh out of this every year as it relates to training camp. So we'll describe somebody meaning me, our staff, whatever, and it doesn't get taken seriously. That that individual will make one play in, like, the fourth quarter of the Carolina preseason game, and it'll be like, oh, yeah, look at that guy. That's someone they need to keep, and that's totally understandable. That's totally understandable. So I'm looking forward to you seeing what I've seen of Ben. He hasn't been great. Okay, I'm not overstating what he's done. He's been a lot better, notably in the physical sense. He is lining up under center. He is rolling out to his right. He is throwing against his body back to the middle of the field. And I know, I know, that's always a no-no, but he's been. And if he sees something, there's a really, really good chance that if his arm is true to him, he'll hit it. And he's done that. He's also heaved up a few and connected. And that, for me, is the most compelling evidence that what we saw of him in 2020 really was Kind of a, a flawed product as a result of his elbow surgery. It, this is what Ben had to say yesterday about where he is right now. Yeah, I feel great. Um, my arm feels really fresh and feels, feels good and feels, kind of, feels back to normal. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose where and how. You'll do that learning, whether it's at Point Park's beautiful downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online or maybe a flexible hybrid format. Find out more at pointpark.edu. If you heard in Ben's voice there an an upbeat tone, you're not mishearing. He's having a good time. He's enjoying himself. Uh, His interaction's with teammates, with coaches, not so much with the other quarterbacks. I I don't mean to kick up anything there, but that's more uh, a business environment when you're around the other quarterbacks and you're around Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach. But in the other settings, he's he's joking, he's having a good time. Uh, I watched him this week more than once just come and hang out with the offensive linemen. I also saw him, (laughs) for what it's worth, Have a good time with his kids who he brought along to Heinz Field a couple days ago in a pretty nice scene. He he looks like he's in the right state of mind. He sounds like he's in the right state of mind. And that begins, I have no doubt about this, with the arm. Anyone who's had elbow surgery will attest that it doesn't just impact the elbow. There are different things that you feel like you can't feel or can only feel in certain situations or can only feel in certain weather. And it will go to various parts of your arm. And when you saw Ben doing that thing where he'd shake his arm or he'd flex his elbow after a pass last season and he would say, it's nothing, it's nothing, there's nothing. Well, then a few months later, he tells you it definitely was something. Could he be lying now? I I mean, I don't know. You know, we're not going to waterboard him to find out, but what he's doing is a lot more revealing than anything that he could say. I am telling you that he is making plays making throws, making movement that he didn't a year ago. And I very much am looking forward to you seeing that and enjoying it as well. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you on this program, always by the personal injury law firm, Luxembourg, Garbutt, Kelly, and George. LGKG, they represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been A-V rated. That's the highest rating a law firm can receive for legal ability and ethics in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at LGKG. Com. Our question comes from Jeff, who asks, Is anyone keeping score on the NFL players being vaccinated versus not vaccinated? I'd love to know what percentage of guys on the fringe are vaccinated versus those who are sure to make a team. Uh, the answer to that is yes, Jeff. The NFL and the NFL Players Association are jointly tracking everything in Large part, no, actually entirely, because they have to. That's the agreed-upon protocol. They have to know who is and who isn't, and everyone is uh, identified as such. And anybody who comes into contact with the players or coaches or other team officials, for that matter, also has to do that. And, yes, that includes reporters. i got to do the same thing. I have to get tested every two weeks, and I'm vaccinated. Everyone knows everything about everyone else when it comes to this if you're asking if there's a written set of like standings or statistical league leaders no Uh, it did become public this week that the atlanta falcons became the first to hit a hundred percent and i can't help but think to your point there jeff where I think you're going with this, that that's driven by the fact that the players themselves are getting closer to cut down days. They're getting closer to teams having to make the decisions as to who they keep. And one of the things that teams don't want to deal with is protocol beyond the protocol they already have to accept. They don't want to have to worry about this guy or that guy being an outlier and maybe messing things up for the rest of the team. Because one of the things that if you're paying attention to the virus as a whole right now is that people who've been vaccinated can and do get COVID. The vaccine minimizes the impacts of it, but you still have it. And if you have it in the NFL, you ain't playing. So the better of a job that teams can do keeping that thing out of their world, the happier they're going to be. I can promise you right now, without any hesitation, that you're going to see players get cut and afterward speak up that they were cut because they weren't vaccinated. I can also guarantee you that there's not one team in the NFL that will acknowledge doing any such thing. But, you know, that's the world that we're in right now. On this note, and since you brought it up, and I have a chance to segue into this nice and smoothly, the Steelers are offering tomorrow night at this game from 5.30 to 7.30 free vaccines, free vaccines right there at Heinz Field, two different locations. Rather than trying to get you to write all this down at the last second, whatever, just go to Steelers.com. You'll have a very easy time finding out all the specifics. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these on Monday. Enjoy the game.